Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the So I Heard podcast. If you guys are new to this, I'm KD. Hopefully you guys are having a good one. I'm just chilling and relaxing, trying to stay warm. It's been so cold out here in Los Angeles, man. Man, you got to bundle up, get those extra covers. You already know what type of season it is. You already know Christmas is on its way. People are always, always excited for Christmas. It's the best holiday. Let's, let's admit it. Christmas is the best holiday. But also, I want you guys to be safe when you guys are out there shopping, man. Crime has been picking up. We've all been hearing about these people that have been doing these, what, smashing? Is it snatch and grab? Snatch and grab or something. You know, they just running in the stores, grabbing shit, and then running out. Um, plus, people are robbing people. It's, it's, it's just so much going on, and I really want everybody to stay safe. That's one thing that I wanted to start this off with. Um, constantly seeing the notifications on my phone of stuff going on in the area. You know, you guys might not even be from the same city, same state, wherever, you know, and um, wherever you're from, you know, crime can always go on. So make sure you guys are being aware and being safe and have a good holiday season for sure. And also, I want to say we got sad, sad news, man. And that sad news is because... The great designer, Virgil Abloh, has passed away. He died um, today, I believe. At least I saw the notifications, you know, today. Um, and, yeah, he had a rare form of cardiac cancer. Um, I didn't even know he had cancer. Supposedly, you know, he was diagnosed back in 2019. And, um, you know, it's been, I guess, private or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, that's sad, dude. I, and I felt that was so, so random because I didn't know that he had, you know, you know, cancer. I, I didn't know that at all. Um, but yeah, if you guys aren't familiar with who Virgil Abloh is, Virgil Abloh used to work for, or he still does stuff with Louis Vuitton. Um, and then also he was working with Nike he has his own brand, which is Off-White, and they do collaborations with Nike. And um, he has a whole bunch of different Nike, you know, Off-White shoes and stuff. And I know the resellers are about to go crazy with these sneakers. I know it. Off-White sneakers are already expensive. It's so, it's so hard to get Off-White Nikes. The price is always up there. You think the Travis Scott shoes were, were, were big? The off-white collaboration shoes are the ones that are up there. And the price is about to go up even more. Now, I feel bad about that because, you know, for one, I don't want you guys just making money off of this man's death, you know. But at the same time, I do understand that you guys have a business and you want to, you know, raise the price on some of these shoes, especially since these were shoes that were created while Virgil was alive. Um, I'm sure they're going to keep going on with collaboration shoes, you know, from, 
um, off white and Nike or, you know, just any other in any other stuff. I'm sure it's going to keep going, but it's it's crazy that people are going to start raising these prices to like crazy numbers just because uh, well, not just because because Virgil Abloh died. Um, very sad because, it was, you know, it's sad whenever anybody dies. But at the end of the day, this is somebody that had such an impact on a lot of people. Um, there is this brand called Hypeland. And I remember watching this video on YouTube of the creator of Hypeland getting these pointers and was being asked these questions about fashion and about his business by Virgil Abloh. It was something that um, I forgot what magazine, I believe it was a magazine or or something that was making this type of, you know, kind of special content uh, where Virgil Abloh was basically going and talking to up and coming um, creators and, and fashion and stuff. And Hypeland is very, very dope, man. I love Hypeland stuff. Really? I haven't gotten any hype land stuff yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, but I'm very interested in hype land stuff. Like their stuff is kind of like how I guess primitive is doing right now with having so many collaborations with anime. Um, whether it's, you know, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, Naruto, uh, One Piece and a whole bunch of different stuff about hype land is another cool brand if you guys are into anime they have so many different anime collaborations and uh just, just great great stuff um but anyway yeah virgil abloh very very important person in the fashion industry um and i didn't even want to tie kanye's name to it but some people might know him because you know him and kanye are both from chicago and you know they were tied together and stuff um, but yeah, man, sad when you see these great inspirational people go, uh, like I said, it's sad when anybody dies, but when these people have this big impact and fan base, you know, um, it, it's, it's crazy cause it affects so many people, but yeah, you know, this podcast episode isn't going to be about that. But one thing I wanted to say about this podcast episode, well, it, this is what the, the topic is going to be. I was watching something earlier and, and I, I think about this often, right? Because we live in a world where social media is such a big thing. Um, it's not like back in the day where you had to wait forever to see this celebrity that you loved, or maybe your favorite ce celebrity you have never seen in person. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's crazy now because a lot of these celebrities have to do something with the internet or, or something like that, whether they're YouTubers, they're uh, bloggers, you know, with, with, with different sites and stuff, or, you know, they are internet personalities like on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, you know, some type of online personality person. And they constantly have to keep being on video. Um, I do YouTube, so I understand that you have to, market yourself. Um, so you have to constantly keep showing yourself or posting or trying to keep people interested in what you have going on. Um, but at the same time, I feel like some of these fans get too caught up, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with being a fan of what somebody does. 
there's fans of you know sports people, actors, actresses, um, you know anybody, anybody, any type of celebrity. And I feel like some people get too involved in their personal life. And and it's kind of crazy and scary at the same time because I I don't even know like like I wish I could go back in history and there could be like a I mean I guess like back in the day it would have been like what the president was a celebrity and maybe some people you've seen in acting and plays or something like that I'm thinking about like way back in the days like hundreds of years ago and stuff like that but at the same time it's like you know now it's it's easier to become a celebrity you can put out one video on tiktok that goes viral and it's just like 30 seconds or or 15 seconds or something like that and then that one video can make you so big to the point where you're like yo i gotta keep putting out more and more and more and more and then you become what seems like an overnight celebrity right and and sometimes it's weird when I see those type of celebrities. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with them. Obviously, I do YouTube. So a lot of stuff that people might be familiar with for me is either YouTube or this podcast or something like that. You know what I mean? Or just following me on social media. Everything is tied into the Internet. Um, but But still, some of these people that become celebrities overnight they end up building this crazy fan base and, and, and it might be a video that personally you look at and you're like, what the, like that video is kind of stupid. You know what I mean? But some people found it funny, obviously because it went viral, but at the end of the day, it's like, yo, how do, how do people just click to this person so quick? And then they become this super, super fan. Like, have you ever seen, a, a new music artist, right? Take like a new rapper or something. And it's like, you never heard of them before. And then they end up with one song. They probably got like one song with Drake or some shit like that. You know, cause it seems like as soon as you make a song with Drake, it's just like, you're on, you know what I mean? Like, bro, you, but you better take shit to the next level, you know? But, um, that person will have one popping song out. And then you see these people, at these concerts and maybe, you know, this person might not be the headliner, but they might be the person, you know, right underneath the main event. And they have like crazy fans. And I'm like, where the fuck, where the fuck did they come from? Where did I, where did all these people come from? And I don't want this to sound like, like I'm being a hater or anything, but I'm getting to the point of how people get con- connected to someone so fast you know, and, and, and music, yeah, you can like a song so much to the point where it's catchy, you humming it all day, or you even hear the lyrics and the lyrics are really speaking to you and stuff like that. So you, you dig deeper. Normally that's what I do when I find out about a new artist, I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. I might even hit their Instagram, Twitter, see what the fuck they be talking about, you know, but for the most part, I'm, I'm there for the music. I'll, I'll go back to see if they had mixtapes or if they had any previous, you know, projects, um, and it's nothing wrong with that. You're, you're starting to like that person's craft, or even you might go on YouTube and start watching interviews of this person to try to find out how this artist really is. And, um, that's all normal, but some people get attached to the point where the celebrity's life is now affecting them. And it's, it's, it's weird. 
What made me really think about that was because I was watching this video. Now it's these YouTubers called the Ace Family. It's um, a guy and a girl. Um, the the guy's name is Austin McBroom, and then dude, I didn't even really I forgot what his wife's name was. I was calling her Karen, and <laughs> her name is Catherine. I got the K right, but yeah, her name is Catherine. I don't really watch the Ace Family. You know, I I'm not subscribed to the Ace Family. The only reason I know about the Ace family is because he's a big YouTuber. Their YouTube channel has 19 million subscribers. And, you know, he does collaboration videos sometimes. And that's how I found out about him. And then he was having like these basketball tournaments with actual celebrities, Chris Brown and a whole bunch of other celebrities and stuff in these basketball tournaments. And that's how I got familiar with who Austin McBroom was. And then... YouTube boxing became a big thing. And then he had another event. And also I would hear about Austin McBroom in, in drama. And that was one of the main things that I would hear about Austin McBroom was the drama stuff. Um, if you watch YouTube, you've probably heard of the Ace family. If you guys haven't watched YouTube or you're not, you're not into vlogs or whatever like that. Um, they run a family channel. Like I said, it's, it's a guy and his wife and their kids. Uh, I don't really know how many kids they have. I'm, I'm thinking two or three. Um, but yeah, been around for a while. Very, very famous. Um, you know, dude seems okay. I don't know. Like the only thing I, I get weird about him is like, sometimes he seems like, like a kind of a bragging dude, you know what I mean? Like, but you're young, you got money, you know what I mean? A lot of people are going to end up being very flashy or being like, you know, a little cocky or whatever. Um, I think that's kind of common for people to end up getting money, especially at that age. Um, but other than that, like, I don't really hear about anything like super, super crazy. Like, you know, it was something about an event where people didn't get their money or something like that. But I, I get complaining about that stuff when it comes to having fans or whatever, but just little stuff. So during the video, I, I kind of got off <laughs> topic a little bit, just trying to explain who they were. But in the video, they were basically saying that people feel like that they owe them explanations. And these aren't the only celebrities that I've heard that from. And I've seen it happen so much. Now, what his wife, Catherine, was saying was like, people feel like they're old an explanation and they want the explanation on their time. And they're like, yo, we're we're living life right now. We don't have everything figured out. So we don't know what to say. We don't know to just put out this or that just to keep you guys you know, up on whatever is going on in our life. And I've, I've felt that because I was like, yo, I, I look at a lot of situations with celebrities, right? And fans become so invested. And that's kind of weird coming from me because one, it's like I do a podcast and of course I'm going to get into current things that are going on in the world. It's easy to come up with a topic of it not just easy, but it's something that might be, you know, a little bit entertaining or it brings up good, good ideas or topics or whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's like, yo, I'm, I'm not really invested in these people's lives. I'm, I'm not. I'm a fan of a lot of people. I love their work. I love what they do. I love listening to them speak and sound so inspirational and, 
you know, I, I love seeing them grow. I remember watching some YouTubers when they were below a million subscribers and now they have multi-million like subscriber channels. Or, you know, you hear about an artist that was somewhat lower, like, like, you know, I guess like not famous. And then you see them blowing up like crazy. It's always inspirational seeing that stuff. But at the end of the day, I, I never turned into that person where I was like, yo, I'm really invested in their life, like everything that's going on. And I think it's a little bit different, especially like if it's YouTube and you're watching vloggers that are kind of giving you so much information about their life that it's like, OK, you end up knowing more information than you were really like. You weren't really searching for this information. You're just watching their content and the information is coming out, you know. But you have some people like when it comes to like uh, music artists, like one example I'm going to use the 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 situation that's going on with the baby and Danny Lay and, you know, their co-parenting or whatever. And, you know, they got their issues. You know, they talking about this shit all on Instagram live, just putting all this out there. And if you look at some of those comments, it's like, yeah, you might have a comment, just a little bit of input. But you have some people that are really invested in this you have some people that are literally to the point where they're like threatening people on both sides you feel what i'm saying and and it's nuts it's crazy as hell i was watching um damn timothy delegato um tim chantarangsu uh, you probably seen them, you know, you know who Tim is. If you see Tim, you know who Tim is short little Asian dude. Uh, he used to be on wild and now he, he's was an OG, OG YouTuber. Like, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but like Tim Delegato was like OG YouTuber when vlogging was big. Tim was on it. He was like on it for real, for real. But anyway, he has a podcast, um, and damn, what the fuck is the name of the podcast? I watched the podcast. I, I just had it. I just had it. But anyway, it's, it's a podcast. They brought on the DJ from, um, from what's this called? From uh, Wild and Out, DJ D-Rec. And he was talking about how when he was on Wild and Out, when, when, when Tim was on Wild and Out, and Tim would say a joke that wasn't that funny, Tim had fans that were just fans of, of, of Tim. They would be tweeting DJ D and like threatening his life. If he doesn't stop hitting the buzzer on Tim's joke. And when I was watching that clip, I was just looking like what? Like, yo, that's next level crazy. Like you're literally threatening a man for doing his job on the show. And you don't even know if he really didn't like that joke. Like it could be like, he's just buzzing. Like it's a TV show. A comedy TV show at that is nothing serious. This isn't a documentary of real life shit that happened that was traumatic and people got hurt. Like, it's like, bro, it's wild and out. Like, how are you threatening the DJ? What kind of fan are you? This is the thing that's crazy to me. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but think about being a celebrity and, and hearing about that type of stuff, like your fans are threatening other celebrities because of maybe a little argument that the two celebrities had, 
you know, or there's like a rumor. Dude, some of these fans are so crazy, it's not even factual, and they're still just jumping at the idea of, of going off on somebody and you're, and you're threatening these people's lives. You're saying all kind of crazy shit. That makes me scared low-key. It makes me scared low-key, and it also makes me realize that some people just aren't there. And you can probably say maybe I'm speaking in an insensitive way because, you know, everybody has their little mental issues in some sort of way. You know, everybody's going through everything. But at that point, like, we still have to have a space for the room. (laughs) We still have to have some room for the word crazy. We do. You know what I mean? I I know it's at a point where it's like it's bad to call people crazy because now they're like, oh, man, you're just calling people crazy. You're not trying to understand them. But some of this shit, you're like, yo, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You were super loyal. You were loyal to a to a scary degree. I don't need that much loyalty. (laughs) I don't. I don't want you to kill nobody for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, maybe if it's like somebody broke in the house, we both sleep and, you know, he hit me with a good hook and I'm on the floor and then my girl just over there looking like, no, baby, help me out. Kill this motherfucker right now. Like, (laughs) let's get the job done. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's like, how are you guys to that point? You're, You're a fan. You don't know this person personally. We'll take it back even farther, right? when the Lakers were really winning in the early 2000s and people, the people of Los Angeles had a riot in downtown Los Angeles. They were flipping over cars. Cars were caught on fire. They're breaking into buildings just because the Lakers won the fucking championship. What's wrong with you? You're crazy. You're crazy as hell. That doesn't even make sense. People got arrested. Guess what? The Lakers didn't come get you. Shaq didn't come get you out of the damn jail cell. That didn't happen. (laughs) Why did you think that that was all right? Some people are next level fans, you know? And of course, me doing what I do during this podcast, doing YouTube, doing anything creative that I want to put out there into the world Yes, I do hope to become known for it, you know, but sometimes I'm like, yo, I don't really want that fame. Like if I could just be like behind the the camera, which I don't want to be like, I want my role to be on camera. I want my role to be the voice. You know what I'm saying? So if it gets big, I'm going to gain fans and I appreciate the fans. Thank you for supporting everything that I do. But at the end of the day, if you hear about any random beef, do not attack that person. Don't attack that person. Do not. Don't show up to their house. Don't do none of that. Nothing. Do not come to my house. They have these fans that show up to these people's house and then they get confused when the person is like, yo, you can't be at my house. And they're like, yo, but I'm a fan. You don't want me in your house? What? That's next level crazy. That is crazy as hell. 
Another YouTuber, a great YouTuber, FaZe Rug. FaZe Rug has been around forever. FaZe Rug was known for playing Call of Duty back in the day. Well, first he was known for doing little skits with his brother. Then they started, then he started doing YouTube. I mean, doing uh, Call of Duty. Then he started doing daily vlogs where he would literally vlog and put out a video every single day. Phase Rug is out there. Phase Rug is probably at 20, some, 20 million or something like that subscribers. And... He had a fan come from Seattle. FaZe Rug was living in San Diego. The fan came from Seattle just to get to FaZe Rug's house. He went through the gate. He's just out there in the driveway area. FaZe Rug and then was scared, told the dude he had to leave. Later, they ended up finding out from the police that this dude escaped some little mental place. Uh, I don't, I guess like a mental hospital or something like that. Escaped that place from Seattle and came to Phase Rug's house. And was some kind of way when Phase Rug told him, no, you can't stay here. What? What are y'all watching? What allowed y'all to think that this was okay to do? And I get it, you're a fan and people are hopeful and they like, yo, it is my dream to meet this person, but don't do it to the point where you're probably going to go to jail. Now, if it's something and it's like, say you're a fan of mine, right? And you didn't do anything crazy. Police accuse you of something and I know you didn't do it. Of course, I'm fucking getting you out of jail. If I have the money, I'm getting you out of jail. Thank you, loyal fan. I see you did no wrong. But these people don't understand that some of the stuff that they do that crosses the line is just next level. Next level stuff. There's so many celebrities that have had somebody break into their house and the person doesn't even damage anything. The person comes in their house, lays down. They come home like they're watching TV and shit like you broke into his house to to watch TV like you didn't you didn't just open the door like like you had a key. You know what I mean? You literally broke glass and got your ass in the house. And now you just chilling on the couch watching. TV. What is wrong with you? <laughs> that, that might be the name of this podcast episode. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know, man. You know, if you guys are, are are watching on YouTube or sometimes, you know, where I do post videos of, of the podcast, leave down in the comment section. Do you understand it? Or like, are you and, and don't just be honest. You know what I mean? Just be honest. Are you like a really super fan of anybody? You know, like are, if you're at that level where you'll do whatever for that person, I'm not saying you're doing all that, but like. Say there's somebody you're really, really a fan of, you know, like for me, sometimes I'm, I'm I would love to go to a Drake concert or Lil Wayne concert or, or, you know, J. Cole or something like that. But if the tickets are fucking seven hundred dollars, I don't think I'm gonna pay for it. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Even if I just had that money to just throw around so easily like it's nothing, I probably wouldn't do it. And I love experiences, but at the end of the day, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I think I could do other stuff with that money than just go to this concert. And it's a, it's a dope memory. Don't get me wrong. I get it. It's a dope memory. 
But at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, that's one night, bro. Like, it depends, bro. I don't know, because I know it does build a memory for a lifetime. You feel me? But at the same time, sometimes I just feel like it ain't that important. Um, at least to me, it's not. Um, and I still love these people. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm listening to them constantly, always, you know. And it's just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. You can even say like that. That's the feeling some people get out of strip club. And I said this in my last podcast. I was like, I'm, I was never the dude that was like, yo, I, yeah, let's go to the strip club. I'm ready to see some dancing. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that was the that was the uh, the PG version of, it, you know, what I mean, I could have like, I'm ready to see some shit shake. <laughs> but for real, like, you know, um, I was never that guy because I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going there and I'm throwing all this money just to see you dance like nah i'm cool i've seen people dance before you know that's cool i could have went online and saw the same type of twerking and never left my bedroom you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it's like yo i'm going to the strip club like dude it got to the point the times that i've been to a strip club the the main thing that i enjoyed was how potent those fucking drinks were you know i would go out back then and my drink of choice was an adios and it wasn't a watered down adios at the, at the strip clubs I've been to. They were the ones where it's like, okay, yeah, somebody else is driving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you had two of them and you're like, all right, like, damn, both of these strippers is dancing nice. And you end up realizing it's only one chick. Like, that's the potency that they used to have at the damn strip club. So I was enjoying the strip club for that more than I was with the dancing. You know what I mean? And, um, I just, I just felt like, yo, that was the best part. Like, cause when you go out places, even a restaurant or a club, you're getting drinks, but I'm not going to throw the rest of my money to this fucking stripper. That's like, yeah, you kind of mediocre dancing, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm good, you know? And, um, some guys become fans, bro. Fans. I remember back in the day, my homie knew there's a girl that worked at a strip club and she was like during like the day shift. It was still sunny outside. So, you know, <laughs> we go inside and he's going to go talk to her about something. And uh, we just go in and he's talking. And then there's a dude that's sitting right next to the stage. I never forget it. I will never forget that shit. He was sitting right next to the stage in like the darkest sunglasses, like the sunglasses they got like the old folks in Miami wearing, like the ones that go all the way around like your Cyclop from the X-Men or something. Like, bro, like <laughs> he had the darkest fucking glasses on. He looked like he was maybe like in his 50s or something. And he's sitting like right at the stage and he's just staring at the stripper play. He looked like he's zoned out. And I'm just looking like, yo, like that's a different level when you at the strip club and the sun is still out and you in there with the darkest of sunglasses, bro. Like, where did you come from? Like, what, what was the rest of your day? Like, like, let me know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they just become fans. You know, we've seen players club when the dude follows her home I, I just, and this isn't, I guess, just not the traditional fan that we think about with celebrities, but like, dude, even with strippers, I guess, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Or maybe we shouldn't even just call it fans. Some people get like that in relationships as well, right? And then we look at it, it's like, damn, how, how did you get so invested like that? Like, 
to the point where you're just willing to throw your whole life away. And yeah, some of these fans aren't killers. They're not doing these horrendous acts. They might just be doing stuff that's crazy. And I still want like people to understand that, like I said earlier, I would be grateful for all of these fans. I would love having people that support what I do, but I just wouldn't expect you to go out and do crazy stuff. Don't kill on my behalf, bruh. Don't steal on my behalf. Don't break into my concert on behalf. You know what I mean? Like you see some of the, so some of those moments where they end up going and it has a positive ending. Like, oh yeah, like I broke into the concert and J. Cole put me on stage with him. Like, yeah, but yeah, the other ones, dudes end up getting beat up behind the stage. <laughs> like, like, yo, like, I don't want you to have that outcome because I don't know what security gonna be like. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's like, damn, I told him to loosen up, but shit, I guess he had something on his mind tonight. <laughs> Sorry, hey, thank you for coming to the show, but hey, my security done whooped your ass. Don't try to sue me. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh, I don't know. I don't want fans doing that crazy stuff, dude. I don't. And, and I really, like, want to know what they call that when people get that invested. Like, like, what is it called? Like, as far as like, um, from, from a psychology standpoint, like, you know, how, what's the term for it? Is it just being super attached or, or what? Like, you know, what's the actual word? What do they call that shit? And, um, because it, it's a big thing and back to the, the, the baby and Danny Lay, you see people in the comments, and I know they feel bad for her, you know, taking her side. Then you have people taking his side and everything. And that's why I'm saying the threats are going back and forth because you have his fans that are crazy talking about they'll fuck up the fans on, on Danny Lay's side. And, you know, you're always going to have that back and forth. And it's just like, damn, like where, how, how, how do you get to that point? I have so many questions about that. Like, you know, because honestly, I, I think about it this way, right? And it was funny because, you know, like I was saying with people calling people crazy, it's easy to say they're crazy. You know, Dave Chappelle said it before, people just write people off and call them crazy because they don't understand them. And I always get to this point now in my mind of how did it end up that way? You know, like what led up until that point? Same thing, even when I, I hear about tragic stuff on the news and, you know, it's it's a person that gunned down people. And, you know, I don't think that we should sympathize with them because it's like, yo, you still did something, something horrible. But at the end of the day. I, I used to say that backstory was always stupid because I feel like that backstory was always trying to soften people to feel for the suspect in some sort of way. Right. But for me, after reading like some psychology books and, you know, and, and watching stuff and I, and now I'm at the point where I always want to know why I want to know what led up to that point. You know, um, some years back, this guy, he got fired around Christmas time. Um, he lost his job and his wife left him within the same week. Uh, his wife, well, then ex-wife, would 
have a family Christmas thing with her family. Dude showed up in a Christmas Santa Claus outfit and basically busted in the door and just started lighting people up, shooting everybody. One girl got away. She hopped over the wall. I think she got shot in her leg, but she still survived. Um, I think dude tried to put a bomb in the bathroom or something like that, dude. Just crazy stuff. And at the end of the day, like, we'll still look at it, of course, and be like, yo, you still did too much. But all of that. You know, your life is going to change. Definitely. You, the, the marriage that you thought you were going to be in for the rest of your life is over. You just lost your job. Your career is done. Maybe not done. You could probably get hired somewhere else. But I'm saying like for right now, that shit is done. Like your whole life has totally changed. And we look at it in some sort of ways, like say, like if there was a person that really became that, that went from living somewhere, all of this stuff happened, snowballed, and then they became homeless. And we always say what we would do. And normally our answer when we say what we would do is, man, I'm about to become, you know, I'm about to just be doing this, 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 and this. And some of the shit might be illegal. Like, yo, I'm about to be selling drugs and all this different shit. You know, people say that shit. I, they're like, yo, I can't be broke at all. I can't work my way up slowly. They're like, nah, I need that fast money. We always hear about that. So then at that point, you're you're kind of thinking in a different way. But still, like, I, he was wrong for going to go kill those people. But I'm saying, like, trying to understand that some people just have a certain level of tolerance. Some people are just wired differently. And that's the main thing. And that's the connection of how these people become real fans and how these other people snap so quickly. It's just trying to figure out how people's minds work. And, and you're always going to run into people that think differently than you. Another thing, like I, I was driving not too long ago. I was coming to work. This lady was driving in this, uh, I believe it was like a Ford ex uh, Expedition or something. I think it was a Ford Expedition. And I'm driving in my car. And she's like, it, it's a point we get to where it's a lot of traffic. So we're like side by side. I'm not doing nothing. Like I'm playing my music or whatever. And um, that's it. You know, we're still stuck in this area. Then it's some people that we start moving. Some people are driving slowly. So I'm kind of maneuvering a little bit, you know, to get around certain cars that are moving slower than others. But I'm not driving crazy. All of a sudden, I look in the mirror. I'm like, damn, this ex expedition is doing the same thing. Now, an expedition is way bigger than my car. And I'm looking like, yo, this, this expedition is moving. And that's me looking in the mirror. All of a sudden, you know, get to another street. Me and the expedition aren't side by side. Um, drive a little bit farther. And then now I'm turning. The expedition is turning too. You know, that happens. It's coincidences. Didn't think nothing really of it. Until the lady in the expedition pulls up to the side of me. Now this lady is screaming at me, talking about why was I maneuvering? But I was looking like, what? Like, you were doing the same thing in a much bigger vehicle and a slower vehicle. You literally were cutting people off. 
And she's going off. <laughs> I just turned up my music because I was like, I'm not about to hear you yell. I heard her say her first sentence. And I just turned my music up. Now I was just looking like, so you're following me this way just to say, why am I maneuvering when you did all the same shit I did? Like, yo, she was driving so far behind me. You were just like, what? She would you would have thought I cut her off, but it's like, dude, I never cut you off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like <clears throat> that whole situation. I was really sitting there thinking about it that whole day. Like, did I do something wrong? And I was like, no, I never did because this lady was always driving on the side of me. Didn't know what was going on. The only time she wasn't driving on the side of me was when she was maneuvering past certain cars like how I was. But like I said, in the expedition and she's smashing and just like weaving like like, dude, like when you see an SUV turning like that, you see it kind of rocking. And that's what she was doing. That's when I noticed in the mirror. So I was just like, whoa, I was like, just like going off on that. All I could do was laugh because I was just like, yo, she's crazy. She's nuts. Crazy. And it ain't like serial killer crazy, but it's still like, yo, like what what what's going on? How are you mad at me when I literally was not driving in front of you, like doing nothing? The whole reason, the whole thing of how she ended up behind me was because I switched to another lane. And then that's when she got in the other lane, but a car got in front of her. That's when she started maneuvering. But I'm like maneuvering and she's like kind of behind me now. And then I was just looking like, what? Like, <laughs> like. Doesn't make sense. Or we see certain people's road rage or just certain stuff. Like you have to realize that people really are wired differently, you know, and then not even just blaming others. Like there's certain ways that we don't understand certain stuff personally and other people might be more knowledgeable on it or other people might be more in tune and, you know, to their emotions or whatever. Just like, you know, we're wired differently. It's not us saying that we're just, feeling like we're thinking about everything properly or in the right way, but it's us really thinking about the fact that we are different, you know, and, and there's certain pieces that, that are in place for certain people. And then in some places it's missing, you know, <laughs> I guess that's the best way to, to put it. And, you try to go out in the world and you try to be logical and you try to do the best thing or whatever. And like I said, in other podcast episodes, but you, you know, you get to a point where sometimes, you know, you have emotions that end up clouding your judgment and then you're not thinking straight or logically. And, you know, you have anger, or whatever, you know, any, any type of emotion that, that clouds your judgment. Um, but yeah, you, you try to do your best, you know, even even with me talking about the super fans, the, the, the fans that are out there doing all the craziness, um, you know, they're probably doing some other stuff in their lives that that are better than other people. It's not like they're just uh, just really crazy, like they're just out here yelling out gibberish and shit like that. <laughs> Nothing like that. But, you know, you got to I don't know. Sometimes you got to sit there and really think of these situations and be like, why? Why did it end up that way? And you might not even notice. Thinking about that situation of a person that you never knew, you might not even notice. But later on, it might lead you to kind of understand 
how other people are acting, people that are closer to you. That That's a crazy thing. And if you guys are in school, take psychology classes, take sociology classes, because it really is crazy. Like getting to know how people think. Sociology, of course, being more about groups um, and, and psychology basically focusing on individual. But still, some of the most fun classes you can have because it really gets you to a point where you'll start to think differently. I think I've always been a person that was like observant. Am I always asking questions? No. Normally, I like to come to the come to the conclusion alone by gathering like information or whatever. Right. But still. Wanting to know why is not a bad thing. It's not. It's good to know why or or something, especially when it's like you're trying to gain knowledge. Like, you know, we don't support nosy motherfuckers. <laughs> if you just being nosy, get the hell up out of here. But, you know, Really, getting to understand why things are the way that they are, even if they're bad things, right? I watched some of these murder shows and, and stuff with my girlfriend, Cheryl, um, or y'all know her by C-Loke. And yeah, we watched some of these shows and I'm just sitting there looking like, damn, why they do that? Why did? Oh, you look at some of them and it's like, yeah, it seemed like they just snapped. But then you have some of them where it's like, oh, they kind of had a reason. Fucked up what happened, but still, you know, two show episodes that I can think of. Uh, one episode was First 48. In the First 48, it was this boy. He was being bullied. Uh, he was telling his mom. He was telling his parents. Well, I think his mom worked like a different night schedule. So she couldn't like really go to, you know, his school stuff or something like that. Um, and. Anyway, he was getting bullied by these boys, and then <clears throat> they told him that they were going to jump him during this school dance. He goes to the school dance, but before he goes to the school dance, he goes in his mom's closet and gets the gun that she has. So since these boys already told him that they were going to jump him, you know, he goes to, he goes to the dance. <clears throat> excuse me. Damn. He goes to the dance with the gun, and now he's just waiting. The boys pull up try to attack him. He starts letting off shots. And then one boy died. Um, I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him because he was telling people he was getting bullied. Nobody was really doing anything. You know, he couldn't avoid going to school. He wasn't getting bullied by one person that he could have just fought that one person. He was getting bullied by a group of dudes. Did he have to go and shoot him? No, I probably just wouldn't have went to the school dance, to be honest. But at the end of the day, it's like, yo, I'm telling everybody nobody's helping me out. What the fuck else can I do? And I think he said that he basically was shooting to kind of like try to scare them. But still, like he ended up hitting one kid. And yeah, felt bad for that kid. His mom was in there, you know, talking to him after the detective. And she was just like, you made your choice, baby. Like, you made your choice. And I was just like, damn. But he was telling people, you know, 
And it wasn't like they found out some different evidence later. Like he was just aiming to kill them. No, that was it. He was being bullied. Nobody was trying to help. He took matters into his own hands. It's sad, you know? But then you have like this other situation, right? Where there's a guy, his, it, it was another show. I almost got away with it or something like that. This dude basically um, just got out of got out of a marriage. He's he's divorced. Um, he has a daughter. I think he said his daughter was like thirteen at the time or some shit like that. And his daughter is telling him that the mom's new boyfriend has been trying to touch on her. So this guy was basically like you know a pedophile trying to mess with a minor or whatever. So she's telling her actual dad this. And she's like, talk to mom, tell mom, because every time I tell mom, mom basically acts like I'm just making it up. So her mom wasn't believing her. So the dad goes to talk to the mom and they meet at a gas station. But the dad had a gun. Why he had a loaded gun, because I don't know why he had a loaded gun, but he had a loaded gun. So him and the mom are in the car talking and basically the mom started wrestling with him first. Oh, no, no, no. He pulled out the gun. He pulled out the gun and, and was pointing it at the mom and was like, yo, you need to tell, you know, tell your dude to stop messing with our daughter. Like basically trying to scare her. Right. So instead of her just being like scared, backing up and, you know, ready to just get out of the car, she tries to wrestle with them. And while they're wrestling, he accidentally shoots her. She gets shot in the car. I forgot where she got shot, but she's there. He basically hops out of his own car and and just goes on a run. This guy was on a run for like seven years. When they found bro, bro was living in Mexico. White dude, white dude moved all the way to Mexico, got married to a Mexican lady and knew how to speak Spanish fluently. I was like, damn, you was on the run for a long ass time. You done started a whole different life, you know? But even then, it's like, yo, I felt bad for him. Cause I was like, damn, he wasn't trying to kill her. Like, if she never would have jumped on him, she wouldn't have died. But then at the same time, he shouldn't have had a loaded gun. I don't know. I, I forgot what state they were in. So maybe it is all right to carry your shit, you know, you know, to carry a loaded gun. But I don't know. All I remember was like, he really didn't mean to kill her. His daughter stopped talking to him. Like it was just crazy. That's why he was able to move to Mexico. He was still trying to keep in contact with the daughter, but he couldn't got to the point where he was on the, like the most wanted list from the FBI and everything. And I was just like, shit, over an accident, bro. I felt bad for that dude. And I felt bad for that kid from first 48. But yeah, man, like you, you have some people that are just acting differently, man. Even, even now, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast episode, talking about how I want you guys to be safe. There are people out here that just don't understand you out here trying to take from people, trying to steal from people. And it's not like, yo, you know, you got some people that are doing these nonviolent robberies where they're not hitting anybody. They're not killing anybody. They're just like threatening you and then getting you to give up your shit, you know. But then you have these people that are just like, nah, I'm shooting you, too. And just killing people. And it's like, bro, that shit is crazy. It's bad enough you're stealing. 
but you really out here just killing too. And I ain't trying to make a joke, you know, trying to have it rhyme or nothing, but really people are out here doing this. And, and it's just like, dude, some of those people, it gets to that point where I kind of don't want to know why, you know, like how I say, I like to build an understanding of why people do certain things. Some of those people, I don't even really want to know why you out here stealing and, and, and just robbing people and shooting people and all this stuff. You got your gun and old ladies faces and shit like that. Like, bro, no, I'm sorry. I'm not about to try to sympathize with you at all. You know, you're doing the most dirty stuff. You don't need that materialistic stuff. You know what I'm saying? Dudes rob all these people and go and spend the money on some stupid shit. You know? Another person I feel bad for was the father that got arrested because he robbed a pharmacy. He could not afford the medication that his daughter needed. And she was like really sick. I forgot what the what she had, but she needed the medication. He couldn't afford it. And he did a nonviolent robbery. He basically just wrote on a piece of paper to the person at the pharmacy. I have a gun. I have a daughter that basically, you know, I need this medication. He explained it in the note, slid it to them. They gave him the medication. He got up out of there. You know what I'm saying? I think the note even said sorry on it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, bro, that's a little bit different. That's different. But these fools that's out here just robbing people just to be robbing people to go buy some more meaningless shit. And then you on a run now because somebody identified you. Now you nervous and shit. When that's stupid, stupid as hell. People are wired differently. People are definitely wired differently. And some people are going glorified and sit there and tell you, y'all, you ain't really trying to make it if you ain't willing to do all this stupid shit. No, no, I'm not about to do no illegal stuff just because I want to be on top a little bit. You look at these gang members, right? These gang members, they've been banging forever. You got fools pushing 50 years old, still trying to bang on somebody. Yeah, you've known it for a great part of your life, but at the end of the day, you got grandkids. Yeah, there's some gang members that'll be like, yeah, yeah I'm not shooting kids and women, but it's some fools that don't care. Don't pull your family into that. That's crazy. But then you behind the jail cell because you didn't die. Now you're trying to tell your family that's left how much you love them. Why didn't you stop banging? Huh? Stupid stuff. It's stupid. I have always lived in Los Angeles. I have always lived in the area that is considered the hood. I know there are gang stuff going on around. And a lot of people to sit there and be like, nah, but I was born in this. And you have some people that's like, yeah, I was born in this. Like my dad bang, my uncle's bang, you know, my mom was a part of the shit and all kinds of stuff. And it's like, all right, cool. But what did you see going on? Yeah, your people might be known a little bit, but at the end of the day, you heard about all the drama. Some people just find, you know, find that to be exciting. I don't know. But real shit, though, you, you got to think about it. People are wired differently. People will sit there and, and be mad at people that try to make slow money. Nobody wants to make slow money. It's the legal way. I'm not going to sit there and go and throw my life on the line 
to the point where I might have 20 years taken from my life. And now I'm in somebody's prison talking about, damn, I wish I would have got out. Damn, I wish I would have never did it. Damn, I wish I would have did it differently. What? Ain't no way. Ain't no way you about to take 20 years of my life. Crazy. Craziness. I'm wired differently. Plain and simple. And you might call me a sucker or whatever because I ain't willing to go do that stuff. No. Let your 20 years get taken. Now you back there trying to write raps and shit at 40 years old. Sit your ass down. You need to learn how to do something else. <laughs> Bro, like, yo, I can't. I can't be that way. Again, people are wired differently. And I get it. You feel like you got the hustler mentality. More power to you and your success. And hopefully you don't get caught. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you should get caught because you out there fucking up other people's money by doing all these damn scams and shit. But still, you know. Stuff like that is always going to go on. Always. People are always going to be wired differently. That's why you have these sci-fi movies where you see the aliens come and their main goal is to basically make every person think unified. Everybody's just one, one mind because they believe that's the only way you could stop all crime and all evil shit that's done in the world by having everybody think as one crazy. But of course, we're never going to let that happen. I mean, and plus, we can't really do it. <laughs> That's alien technology. But still, you know, we're always going to have issues. We're always going to have people that are super fans and doing illegal stuff to get close to somebody that they do not know. I get it. You like their music. You like them in that movie. You've been watching their vlogs. You're like, oh, my God, this is so inspirational. But don't become a super fan. Please don't. And you know what? You, you can be a super fan, but let's change the definition of that, right? You're a fan that's very supportive of who you love to watch or listen to. You're buying their merch. You're going to their shows. You're giving them streams. You're giving them the views, the shares, the likes. All of that. And that's great. You could do that all day long. But don't do crazy stuff to get in trouble. If you out here attacking old ass ladies and, and robbing people because you want to buy some stuff, go get yourself a regular damn job. Stop robbing these people. Then your ass get arrested. Now you sitting here crying. Telling your kids through the fucking glass how much you miss them. That's crazy. That's crazy. You get out, your son 20 years old, and you 43, talking about, damn, we didn't miss a lot of time. Yeah. Are you doing some stupid shit? That's craziness. That's people being wired differently. And I don't want y'all to sit there and think that me saying the word crazy is me just dismissing everything that people do. No, it's not that. I want y'all to fully understand that I understand that people are different, you know, and, and there are points where I want to know why. And I'm, I'm really curious about what led up to this point 
to for for you to make these decisions to get to this point in life and and you be where you are. I've made a lot of bad decisions. You feel me? Some people might call me crazy in certain ways because I didn't make the same choices that they would have made. But I'm talking about the people that's out here really doing wild stuff. What's going on? I don't know, man. I feel like this podcast episode was interesting just because maybe you guys think about the same stuff. You know, you hear about all these different um, things going on in social media. It's been announced on social media or on, you know, YouTube or maybe even the news. And uh, we look at all this stuff and we're just really wondering why. But sometimes I dig deeper into it and I look at like the fans of people and I'm like, how do you become so invested where you're idol is having a beef with somebody a personal beef with somebody you're not involved in it they don't even know you're uh, existing on this planet and you're over here threatening the person going against your idol and you're telling them all this crazy stuff it's like why where, where did you come from with that chill out you can be a fan but you don't have to do too much you can be a person out here getting money, but you don't have to be out here robbing people and then killing people. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do a lot of crazy stuff, but you feel like you can just because that's why a lot of these people have egos. Some of these people feel so entitled and that's where it comes in. Some of these people are wired differently because of certain stuff that they believe. And that's another reason. That's why it's so interesting to learn why people feel the way that they feel or why do they think the way that they think. And it's always interesting. It can always be a topic, you know. You see stuff all the time. So like I said, man, if you guys are listening or watching the video on YouTube, leave down in the comment section you guys, you guys' thoughts or hit me up on my socials. I always leave my socials down below. You guys can see it on Apple Music. Spotify, I don't think you can see it in the description. Um, so if you want to follow my Twitter, which I haven't really been using, but you can still follow it. It is who underscore is underscore KD two underscores. Follow my Facebook page, which is who is KD. Also follow my Instagram, which is it's King KD. And yeah, thank you for listening, man. Very, very dope episode. It's a solo episode, but still, hopefully some of this stuff picked your brain or had you making, uh, uh, you know, like connections and thinking and being like, yeah, I noticed that too. That's what these episodes are all about. But thank you for listening, man. You guys stay dope, and I will check you out later. Peace.